Welcome to Keep Calm and Homeschool On. My name is Rebecca. I'm a homeschool graduate, kind of, not really. was homeschooled through most of my education and went to school for high school. So, you know, however you want to play that. But I was homeschooled, second gen homeschooler right here. I have five kids that I homeschool. My youngest is going into kindergarten and my oldest is coming into middle school, which is crazy, crazy, crazy. It's amazing. We've homeschooled from the very beginning. So I have a little bit of experience with all of this and all the different curriculums that are out there. And today's episode is all about spelling and how to raise fluent spellers, not just people who can speak and communicate the English language, but people who are able to write it and also write it in a way that's not cryptic, that people can understand because they can read their writing. So if you too are aiming to raise a child who can write without any cryptic you know, spelling rules that they made up in their mind in some secret code of phonics, then join me today with coffee. You know, you can hide in the bathroom, you can eat chocolate, you can drink tea, you can do whatever you need to do, and we can help together figure out how we can raise confident spellers. So here we go. All right, so Spelling in general, we take a little bit of a different approach. I have tried the traditional approach. Traditional, I would say, is more of the listing style, okay? So in school or in most homeschool curriculums, you have a list that you do with your child that's kind of developmentally, it's usually based on kind of some of the sight words they should know at that age. They're a little bit easier than what they're actually reading, okay? We're not expecting them to be able to read big words and know the spelling for them. it's, they should be writing a little bit less at that, at that stage. Okay. So, um, there would be a list, for example, when you've got really young kids, they're three letter words, and then you work your way up from there. And they've got usually 10 words seems to be what we like to stick with because we're creatures of habit and they have to write those words all week long. And at the end of the week, you give them a spelling test and they get graded on it. That is the traditional way that we generally teach spelling. And a lot, a lot, a lot of us have learned that traditional way. And at the end of that, say, I'm I'm a terrible speller. A lot of us teach our kids that way and have seen that even though they're doing the same words over and over and over again, and it might even be passing their tests and and getting all those same words right in a week or a month or six months or a year, they're, they're not spelling those words correctly. And we're hitting our heads against the wall wondering why. Why are we in this position over and over and over again? And that's kind of what I want to talk to you about today is that there is a way to do it that reaches a little bit deeper than just our short-term memory because that's really what we're doing with these tests that we give our kids and this quick memorization, you know, quickly, quickly, quickly keep track of this, but it doesn't mean anything to our kids without meaning, without context. Our kids are not generally putting that into long-term memory. And so what's happening is that down the road, as soon as they don't have to remember it for the test, it's just forgotten. It's in cyberspace and we just don't know if it's ever coming back, right? So we want to avoid that because we don't like to waste our time, or at least I don't like to waste my time. And I have five kids that I'm homeschooling and I don't really want to go over spelling lists over and over and over again. And not only is it not fun, but it's not super effective. So for us, our approach to spelling, which is a little bit out of the box, is copy work. And a lot of you guys know that we're a Brave Writer family. We kind of like to follow that model. And one of the things that is a model in Brave Writer is learning spelling and writing mechanics 
dynamics in general through copy work because it's giving kids context. It's helping them learn through somebody else's writing rather than it being their own. And it's just proven to be really, really effective to have this kind of principle of going over it over and over and over again, visually, kinesthetically, it kind of blends it all together. The problem is, is that I have five kids and they're all school-aged and they all need me to find words that are applicable to them and passages that work for them at each of their different spelling stages. And I just don't have the time, nor do I have the energy to do that. So what I have found that's been really, really effective is a program called Spelling You See. And basically what it does is it puts together spelling stages. So Spelling You See is based off of five spelling stages. So we've talked about writing stages before, there's reading stages, and there's not a whole lot you can do to propel your kids other than they're going to have to work through it. And every child develops through these stages at a different rate. You'll notice that with your kids with reading. Some of your kids are going to read super, super, super fast. Other kids, it's just going to click. Other kids, they're going to have to do it over and over and over and over and over and over again. And eventually it's going to click. They might not be developmentally ready for it. It's the same idea with spelling. Your kid might be, you know, reading at a grade two or three level, but their spelling is way back at a kindergarten kind of level. So what spelling you see does is that it takes out the, let's, let's take out the, the kindergarten and the grade one and the grade two. Let's not level this. Instead, let's figure out these, these five writing stages that kids go through, all of them, and then work with these writing stages and help kids transition and get enough repetition to go from one to the next to the next to the next. So how can we take our kids to spelling fluency? How can we take our kids to the place where they are remembering what they're learning and they are able to spell you know, very, very, very efficiently? So it kind of guides your kids through that. So what I can do is identify my kids' spelling stages and then buy a book for them, depending on which level they're at, and then have them work on it a little bit more independently. And I'm going to talk about kind of the approach behind it and how it works. But I can have all my kids working on it without me having to go and like create patterns passages for them and yet I'm still able to kind of align myself with this this value system that I have of brave writer lifestyle because I love the idea of copy work but it takes all the busy work out of it for me so that's been the approach that we've done for spelling we've done it for a few years now and we are absolutely loving it it takes 10 minutes a day that's it in fact you are not supposed to go over 10 minutes if you and again you guys it's curriculum you can adapt it how suits your family but one of the things that they say in the beginning is that you can even set a timer and it really, really, really helps your kids who get easily overwhelmed because you can set this timer and you can say, okay, don't worry about it. We're going to write for 10 minutes. And at the end of that, if you are done, you're done. You don't have to finish the passage. You just have to write for 10 minutes. That's it. So it's almost like a way out for those kids that get really easily overwhelmed. It really does not take much time. So that's been a lifesaver for me as a really busy homeschool mom. It's been a lifesaver for my kids who are way less overwhelmed. There is not one child that I have, and I have some really reluctant writers that I deal with that is not excited about spelling you see. They all love their spelling you see. They feel like they have, you know, a really good handle on what's expected of them and they move through it quite quickly and they just really enjoy it. So 
it's been working really well for our family. Let's talk about a little bit of some of the different things that make it different, that set it apart. So it's not just the idea of copy work, okay? So it starts off with some of the first levels that you're going to get are fairy tales or, you know, kind of little song rhyme things that your kids are going to know and recognize. And it is teaching them first phonetics, so, or phonics, sorry, first phonics. So they're going to go through all of their sounds and they are going to be building, you know, simple, simple words. So that is going to be your age and any child that is learning their letters and sounds is going to be starting at about that level. Then it moves up to the fairy tales. So now they're reading short passages. They're marking different blends throughout those passages, things they're paying attention to like capital letters. And, you know, then they might mark the, the vowel blends because they're learning, um, you know, what, what happens when two O's are together, whatever, they're going to mark those and you actually get colored pencils that go along with it. What makes this so revolutionary is, that it really does work for any learning style because whether you have a child who is visual, who's going to see, they're actually coloring this in and seeing where that blend is and how that spelling rule works without you actually having to teach them a rule. So there's no drilling into their heads these rules that, by the way, the English language is super complicated and there's a ton of rule breakers out there. So instead of doing that, we're just going to show you and you're going to start to pick up on it on your own through the context and through seeing it and through marking it yourself. So it's really, really unique in that way. So they're going to go through and they're going to mark different things in the passage that they're reading. And then they're going to go through and copy it. And then towards the end of the week, there's a, once you get up a little bit, there's no rule day. So they draw a picture and can write whatever they want. And then the last day is dictation. And so you're going to read to them and they're going to write. So again, bringing in this really Charlotte Mason idea of copy work, dictation, um, even narration, where your kids are, are able to bring all of those into just the simple act of spelling, which I think is just so, so, so unique. What gets even better is that once you get to the higher grades, your kids actually are reading now nonfiction passages and they're marking them. So they're learning about science or socials or whatever, and they are at the same time marking at the same time. They've got that context. It's something that means something to them. That's interesting. It's not just, you know, fluff is not just boring. It's not based off of some book they've never read. It is applicable to them. And my son, for example, who's in a higher level, he's an right now he's absolutely loving that so you have the kinesthetic hands-on portion where they're marking and they're writing and and they're reading and they're clapping and they're singing or whatever and then you have the auditory portion where they're having to say these things out loud read it out loud and or you're reading it to them when you are dictating what they're supposed to be writing and they're getting that visual with not just reading it and writing it, but also through marking the different blends and things that they're supposed to be looking for in their passage. So it's really a unique approach. It's not just unique in the fact that um, that they've discovered these different writing, or not writing, sorry, spelling stages and what those are and let's teach directly to the different stage that your child might be in, but also unique in the actual approach that is built all the way into the program. So that is why it has been 
so successful for our family. And I've seen my kids grow in confidence as spellers. I've seen them grow in confidence also with writing. And even for my younger kids who are in that phonics stage, I've seen them grow in confidence with their reading. So for us, it has been super, super great addition to our day. And even if we're using other stuff for language arts, I still keep it going because it is such a unique approach and it's only 10 minutes and it's very easy for us to do a number of different programs at the same time. So price point, it's about $50 for a level. That's a universal set. It comes with an instructor's handbook as well as your book or books. Sometimes there's two student handbooks. And then it also comes with your colored pencils for marking for, um, you know, your passages and whatever else they're doing. So it is a decent price for what you're getting in the program. And it really comes with everything you need. The instructor's handbook inside of it, I mean, it goes into a depth of the why and the how behind the program and the philosophy behind it and some of the different, you know, stages and how that looks and what that looks like. But it also gives you your dictation passages. So that's also super handy because in the early, early ones, the very first one, it will say, we'll just have blanks and it will say, you know, your, your teacher is supposed to be reading out, dictating to you what you're writing. So that would be cat or hat or whatever. And so you need that because if you don't have your instructor's handbook, it's just a whole bunch of blank, blank little boxes and you have no idea what to put into that. So it's really important that you have your instructor's handbook. As you get into the later ones, it actually also has in your marking because your marking gets complicated in the higher levels. There's a lot of things that they are looking for identifying and marking and coloring different colors. And it is helpful to have them check it with your instructor's handbook to see if they caught everything. So I always get my son to check his with that. So it shows him that it's kind of like an answer key built in, but it also has my dictation passages. So I don't have to look off his book. I can be sitting over at the kitchen table drinking my coffee or helping another child with their school and reading off to him his passage at the same time. So the instructor's handbook is super, super handy to have around and I really, really, really recommend it. So if you're kind of sitting down and you know wondering where am I going to place my child and what is their writing stage and how do I know if this is going to work for us, the best thing I can recommend is to go to the website. So if you go to my blog and find this podcast episode, you can go to homeschoolon.com and there's a little podcast section in the menu and you will see this episode and you can click on that and the link is in there. Otherwise, you can go to homeschoolon.com forward slash go forward slash spelling. If you're just catching this on iTunes and you don't want to have to go to my blog, that's fine. You can go right to that link and that's going to take you right to where you can kind of identify where your child is at. So it covers what is in each level, but within that little paragraph about that level, it actually has a little dictation passage that you're going to read to your child and see if they can get those words correct. That is how you're going to identify. It's very, very simple. You don't have to print anything off. You're just going to read these words, see if your child can spell them. And if they can or cannot, you're going to either do that level or move on to the next one. So it's a really quick way of identifying where you should place your child. And if you can put your kids together, even if you have an older child who's a reluctant writer, who struggles with spelling, I recommend putting them back a level, working with multiple kids at once within that level 
level because it's going to save you time because you are going to be dictating passages and going over things or reading, especially with your younger kids. So it's going to save you time when you can combine it, but it is also going to help your older child grow in confidence because this is not, it's not going to say it's kindergarten. They're not going to feel super behind. It's going to say level A and they are going to feel like they're building their confidence because it's going to feel easy for them and it's going to be a little bit fun. And that's how I've gotten some of my kids hooked on spelling. You see is going with an easier level, letting it be that fun, easy, light reinforcement tool and building that strong foundation so that then we can move on to ones that are a little bit more challenging. So don't be afraid to go back. I always encourage people, do not be afraid to go back. Don't feel like you're going to waste your money because you are building a foundation. And if you have a child that's a really struggling speller, then they need all the help they can get. So you're not going to hurt yourself by going back. Remember that they're learning through context. Remember that they're learning in a way that they are going to get the full picture so that it's actually sticking with them. And they're getting a little bit of sneaky learning snuck in there as well with the older grades because they're getting these science or socials passages that are nonfiction information, which I just love. What a fantastic addition to the spelling program. So the other kind of questions that I get asked frequently is how does it work for kids who have dyslexia? Because of the fact that they are coloring in the different um, blends and different spelling kind of rules and they're actually seeing it and identifying it, the act of actually coloring it in really has proven to be quite successful for kids kids who have dyslexia. There's quite a few kids that are currently using it that have dyslexia and the parents have had glowing testimonials. So if you're wondering about that, again, you're not really going to know until you try it out with your child, but because it's identifying and they're seeing these different, these problem or these tra- challenging or tricky blends and they're coloring those a different color, it helps them identify and pick them out so that they're not mixing things up. So it has proven to be really, really helpful for kids that have dyslexia to see it laid out in in front of them. So this is by the same people who actually have published Matthew C, which is why you're probably recognizing the same sound spelling you see Matthew C. It's actually spelled a little bit different. Matthew C is with a U and uh, like the letter U and the spelling you see is with the word U. But if you go to the website, it's Dem Learning and you're going to see all that stuff in the same spot. So just to kind of build that connection point for you. Anyways, it has been a fantastic program for us. We are loving it. I'm using it for all of my children on top of language lessons for living education with my younger ones on top of our brave writer loop that we do in our afternoons. So it has not been anything that's overkill for us. It's building a great foundation and it's fun. It's really, really, really fun. Um, for those of you that are like me and feel like you're going to go insane if you add anything else to your life, it is pretty independent. My kids can do most of it independently. My younger ones need me to read to them um, the passage or whatever, clap along with them, kind of guide. But because I've blended a few of my kids together, that's not too hard to do. My older two can do it mostly independently other than when it is time for their dictation, at which point they come to me and I do that with them. Another kind of just cool, there's so many little things that you don't even really notice until you open it up and look at it. But one of the things I loved that again goes well, like so perfectly you guys with the Brave Writer lifestyle is that in the dictation pages, when they're dictating at the very bottom, there's a little line that says blank 
words right and or correctly or whatever it says. And rather than just like we do in Brave Writer where we're not focusing on the mistakes they make, we're not we're not correcting that. Instead, we're focusing on the positive because we have a tendency to really drill and kill our kids when it comes to school with tests and with drills and with practice and with, you know, marking and correcting and and they start to just lose their confidence. They start to lose their motivation and they start to feel just like I don't know about you, but a lot of criticism for me has a tendency to shut me down, has a tendency to just kill my creativity and my desire to even try because what's the point? I just fail anyways. So we want to get away from that with our kids. And so one of the things, especially if your child is struggling with spelling, that is just fantastic about this program is that if you actually really read the research behind it, if you really read the how-to behind the program, it's going to help you identify how you're going to use it, but you are going to be looking for how many words they're doing right. You're working on praising them for that the rest you don't have to worry about if you don't finish the entire passage you don't have to worry about it because the same rules the same things that you are learning those blends those sounds those those tricky you know whatever spelling concepts that are being taught are reinforced over and over and over again so you're getting this mastery approach but it's also built in with this spiral approach because it's not just mastering something and moving on it's we're going to master it and then we're going to keep coming back to it. So there is no there's no fear that your child is going to miss something. There's no fear that they're going to get behind, whatever. You can work at their own pace and you can stay super positive and don't make it be something that's so overwhelming. That's why we can actually stop them in the middle of a dictation passage if that's where they're at because it's been 10 minutes. We're not going to overwhelm you and we're going to move on. And you know what? That same concept is going to be reintroduced over and over again. So I'm not worried as a parent because I'm confident that this curriculum is going to do what it says it will. And my kids are not overwhelmed because they know it's only 10 minutes. So from all of those angles, whether you're, I'm using it for my, my kindergartner or whether I'm using it for my grade sixer, it doesn't matter. The same idea has applied for all of them and with all their different learning styles and all the different learning challenges that I face with various kids, I have found that it is incredibly beyond successful for our family and just something we're plugging away at at their own pace and hugely enjoying. So I really, really, really recommend that you guys go and check it out. Like I said, if you just go to homeschoolon.com, hit the podcast button, you will find any links. I'll link to the placement test. I'll link to more information. I'll share some videos I've done um, to give you a better idea, to show you inside of it. I even have a sample lesson I did with my kids if you'd like to see that. So all of that information will be on this podcast episode on my blog. Otherwise, all you need to do is go to the site and check it out, homeschoolon.com forward slash go forward slash spelling, and you can read all the other information about it there, some testimonials, some frequently asked questions, and find out how to get your hands on the program. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you liked it, I would love it if you hit the subscribe button or the share button or tell a friend about it, and otherwise stay tuned for next week's episode and keep calm and homeschool on.